So after my attempt yesterday on my first podcast episode, which went well and I actually had fun listening to myself, which I don't experience often because I have weird, um, picky things about my own voice, (laughs) but I can get over those and it's fine. Anyhow, I thought it might be a good idea to talk about our multidimensional souls and channeling and how we can sort of integrate um, help or influence from other sources in our universe that we can channel through the physical bodies that we have been given by coming to Earth. So channeling is a thing that a lot of artists maybe don't even realize that they do. I know personally that a lot of my mandala work, um, all of those henna designs and such that just kind of flow out of me when I'm doing those kind of things, um, actually, I don't think about doing them much at all. You know, you just kind of start building shapes. Um in a radial fashion and then from there my hand just kind of starts adding to it and you know decorating it and I had an experience one time where it was a full moon and this was like 2016 or 17 um I was living in this really old creepy apartment and so I set up all my stuff and I had some sage and some candles and some crystals out it was super dark it was in the late fall or really early winter Um, And it was kind of the first time I'd really sat down and, like, made an effort to go the extra mile and set up my space for um, my meditations. And so, yeah, I had all my my candles out and my crystals. I had my tarot cards out. um, And I was just kind of, you know, doing some light reading and such. And I had some desert dwellers playing in the background. uh, And just very, very softly, very low. So then I got to a point where I made my dedication and I decided to center myself and go into a meditation before I attempted any, um, any of the sort of magical stuff I was doing that night. Anyhow, I got to this space that I'd never been before where I really felt like I was actually just vibrating, like, extremely, you know, when you get kind of, like, almost nervous and you just, like, shake. It was it was that, but my body wasn't actually shaking, and I was holding this really crazy amethyst crystal that I have just in my lap. Um, and amethyst is really good for opening up that third eye and all that sort of that, that psychic channel because humans are so visual, that third eye, um, that's where we see all of our kind of weird, unexplanatory, unexplanatory. I'm always over here making up words. (laughs) Unexplainable. (laughs) That's the word I was looking for. Unexplainable visions or um, encounters that you might have, even stuff in your dreams, those crazy dreams that you have that are so visual and vivid and have smells and colors and um, feelings out the wall. That's all like third eye stuff. Um, And I ran across a video on YouTube. This This man says that humans don't think they see. 
Um, so the thoughts that we have, we, 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 have you ever noticed you kind of make them in pictures? Um, even if you're somebody that's more literary, you, I, I, I kind of see words sometimes. And again, that like, that's, that's a picture as opposed to how we think that we think in words. You, you kind of make these stories in your head and you play out these like visual things. Um, and I mean, if, if there's somebody out there that definitely doesn't experience that, then let me know. Because I just found that super interesting that we're literally like seeing, we're using our third eye all the time, whether we realize it or not. Um, the things that you're thinking and those little things that you play out the conversations in 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 the shower that you have um you know practicing to have that conversation with somebody else and you like kind of visualize that person there and like what you're saying and that what they would say back and how their facial expressions would be and um so forth so when you put things together like that the phrase um believing is seeing really starts to make more sense because you ever notice how you'll go through these sort of transformative times in your life and the the pe- the kind of people you've been wanting to be around and like envisioning just kind of start to show up in your life and so suddenly because you believed that they were there you're you're pulling that into your reality and so i think people need to be a lot more aware of that um anyhow so naturally i'm in this vibratory meditation state and first of all i hear the clearest it it sounded like it came from a group of people and i felt the presence of a bunch of people around me um but visually everything was still really dark and so I heard I heard this collective voice say, like, hello, Bonnie. And they all sounded very excited that, like, I was there. And I was just like, um, hi. Um, literally said out loud. I was like, hi. Who am I talking to? And then there was a really long, long pause. And then, like, I heard very drawn out the name Raziel. It was like a Raziel. And it was like had a flow to it. And I was like, okay, odd. And then I went straight into this insane vision where I was hovering above this mountain landscape. Like it looked like it was probably in Montana, but any kind of it could have been Washington or something, those foresty areas. Um and there's a river going through it and I was way, way high up. I could see like the top, the peaks of at least two of these mountains and I could feel all of the animals down below, but I couldn't see any of them. I was way too high up. I could feel them all. Rabbits, foxes, deer, bear, mountain lions, chipmunks, all of the little things that were just, and it was like a very comforting, warm feeling. And that was kind of a shock for me, and because I'd never experienced such clear auditory um, experiences, let alone that visual, and then um, the 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 emotion of 
the vision that I had. So it kind of threw me off and I kind of like came right back out of it immediately and was like, oh wow, that was pretty cool and um, a little bit shook. <laughs> so I had to like go process that for a couple days. But over those couple days, I decided why not Google um, Raziel. So I look up Raziel. Don't have never heard this name before. Uh, and I find that there's something on an archangel named Raziel. And he has a very rainbow aura and sm- always smells really sweet or like flowers, I suppose. And he's the angel that's in charge of like sacred geometry and um, the hidden mysteries of God, like those secrets, those that mystical realm thing there. And I was blown away. I was like, that makes so much sense that he is somebody that I work with. And he was the first um, and still is the most prominent um, energy that I channel um and we make these soul sort of contracts you know because our souls have been around since the beginning um and so we we know people and we know other entities and things that because we have a physical body and this etheric like soul like an etheric body um we can connect, we can connect to those realms. We can connect to those higher realms and we can also connect to the in-betweens and the really, really lower realms. Um, and I, I honestly think that when we're in really bad sort of spots in our life, it's because we're channeling or working with an entity of a lower vibration. So wouldn't it make sense that that's what a possession would be? Wouldn't that be somebody that has been working with a lower vibration, darker entity for so long that it's just gotten so prominent that there has to be a a third party to come kind of make that separation again? Um, That's something I kind of just put together. And now I'm going to think about it. So I suppose we should probably be aware of who we're letting in in that regard. Which is easier said than done, I think. But if you can learn to be in tune with yourself and notice what's going on within your person... Um, and take the time to sit down and ask those questions, we'd be a lot, we, a lot of us would be in a lot better shape. So, yeah, and this, this isn't like a thing that this crazy Bonnie is just making up either. Is it, we, it's Ween. They channel a little, its name is Bookdish, I believe, and it's like a daemon. Um, and was it Socrates that had a daemon that, you know, would work with him? So there's a lot of these stigmas and stuff behind things of this sort that I think we all need to take a look at and sort of reevaluate. Um, I am stoked about it, and I'm stoked that more people are 
talking more openly about this sort of thing. Um, because I'm super excited to see who else I can work with in regards to my art and sort of my everyday dealings and bettering myself and uh, widening my per- perspectives and having cool dream state experiences and such with. On this same sort of mandala, henna, angel, demon thing, um, I picked up this really sick book one time called Henna Magic, and it explains the history of henna and how it's been used for centuries um, as a tool to invoke those more benevolent um, spirits, essentially. Um, within the Arabic community, they are the jinn, and the jinn are spirits made of, or entities made of spirit and fire, as opposed to man, who is spirit and earth, which immediately caught my attention. I was like, that is a sweet idea. So wouldn't, like, mermaids be um, spirit and water? So I I go back to the spirit and fire idea, and their whole thing with the jinn is that they are spirits that have personalities and live everyday lives just like we do um and we can invoke them to work with or the other way around they're kind of like the the malevolent ones are attracted to like bad smells and sickness and disease and um you know argumentative attitudes and even small children and older people who have weaker immune systems are more susceptible to these gin or whatever. Which I find funny that coronavirus is really something that like younger people, people with compromised immune systems and older people have an issue with. Um, but the the women in these communities would hold these full moon um, monthly sort of get-togethers in the bathhouses and such and they would all bring their kids and have these henna parties and put henna in each other's hair and you know be like washing each other and having a good time I bet there's probably music and you know how women get when they get together it's it's a blast and uh especially if they got all the kids running around doing cute silly stuff um so they would get together and they would like put all of these mandalas and stuff all over each other to um ward off the malevolent jinn from being able to affect them during their menstruation cycle because they're attracted to like blood and like sickness and weakened defenses and so it was thought that the bad jinn could enter the women through their menstruation blood because it's like old and it you know needs to like come out and back in those days they didn't have like tampons and such so it was like literally rags that were just kind of sitting around um and so by by having all this henna that smells good and like doing all these beautiful designs they were able to ward off keep those darker ones at bay and then be able to work with these more benevolent ones that 
would guide them um, artistically with the henna, um, as well as, you know, like, bless their everyday life, um, sort of after that. And then the next month comes around, and they'd have to do it all again. Um, and you know how women get, they all like sync up. So it was like a fun, and that's something I kind of sort of want to bring back, um, eventually. This COVID's not going to make that very easy, but I see it on the horizon and it's just a matter of getting through all this weird stuff (laughs) we're all going through right now. But it just got me thinking, you know? If I do a lot of mandala work and I use a lot of henna and the entity that works with me, when I do that is this archangel, wouldn't it make sense that an angel is a spirit of spirit and fire? Um, If you look at the old biblical teachings, um, I think Lucifer means like the shining one, like they're it's always fire in the Bible, you know, angels coming down there, they're hot, they're bright, you can't look at them, spirits of fire, you know, so a demon, aka, like, like, even Lucifer, he was an angel, and he fell, and, like, became, you know, king of hell, or wherever, and where the demons are, and there were entities that went with him when that happened, So, I think that it's, it's really a fun thing to kind of be learning to be able to work with these different elemental beings, just like ourselves. Um, but you gotta be careful doing this stuff, like, for real, don't just be out there doing whatever. Do your research and check your sources and such, and if you're unsure about a source, ask about it. Connect to yourself and ask the sort of divine realm or the realm that you work with, however, whatever you believe, however you think, um, ask. So if you think of it in that regard, and then you think about like Socrates, who had a daemon who was working with him. Daemon sounds a lot like demon, doesn't it? But I don't think the demon necessarily means that it's like a bad an angel i think is also a daemon it's just the type of being that it is so that's been most of my experiences with channeling so far but i know that i do it in more forms than just like my art and such i think i do it even when i sing um especially Especially when I'm really in that, like, music space and I've really been feeling it and I'm, like, sitting down with myself just to get it out and, like, express something and just sing. Um, I experience this sort of, like, outer... I'll close my eyes a lot when I sing and it's 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 like there's a separation of me and, the, and, the, and my, my voice in a way. Like, it's still me controlling it, I'm aware, but it's like the sound that comes out is channeled from somewhere. Um, And even in my... I recently started writing and had these just impressions. I'll get so 
frustrated and kind of be in these these zones and open my book and just start writing this story and it just comes out and it's it so it's like it's an, there's an ease to it I don't have to fight any of these sort of things I think that's another thing that is important to remember with doing stuff like this if you're having to fight or force something then it's probably not right and it's probably not gonna end up of the the best thing for you I don't really know how to explain that so angels demons cool spirits of fire and spirit humans entities of earth and spirit I would assume mermaids would be water and spirit um I have been on a weird one about air and spirit though like what would that be if that's a thing like a harpy which is like a bird lady um you know crows are weird uh, birds in general are weird and they would kind of be the the closest thing we could think of to like an air air spirit I, I think of Aquarius people too they're that sort of alien maybe that's what it is it's like they're alien that's what aliens are are the air spirits that we can communicate with because isn't that what intelligence is it's the air quality and that's why Aquarius people are so um alien in a way I've never met one Aquarius person that's been like another Aquarius person, which is awesome. But they, that, that always keeps me on my toes. I'm like, oh, am I going to get along with this Aquarian or like, what? <laughs> so maybe maybe that's what um, the air spirits are. But I'd be very curious into hearing other ideas or theories on that. But I suppose that's my little spiel on channeling. I hope this finds you guys well. If you have an idea maybe for something cool for me to talk about, that'd be sweet. Um, I do want to do kind of off and on episodes where I can pick a topic and really study that for like a week or so and then come on and give the information that I did have and then the new things that I found out. Um... As well as I want to start slowly including guests, um, like my boyfriend Cody right now is somebody else who's super woke, I suppose, and conversations with him are really fun because he has a whole different side of information than I do, and so it's really fun to sort of put together the stuff we've found on our own and make those connections so if there's something that anybody has had on their mind that they thought I might have read something somewhere about and might have at least a sentence of information to share, um, let me know. And let me know what you think of my first little podcast. Share it with your friends. Give it a review. I don't know. Let me know. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you.